trucking the road Our land is our home Welcome back, Carlanders. This is exciting because it is the first episode of 2022. Um, although we would be stoked, obviously, to have it with Kingston and I, we have an amazing guest that I'm super stoked. Uh, the past year, we've done a bunch of stuff together, and I've seen this guy just absolutely kick ass this year. So coming into 2022, I think uh, it's sky's the limit, and he has a bunch of nuggets to drop. Um, if you don't follow him on the shop page, it's Squirrel Concepts, but we all know him as V. Um, super humble dude, super talented dude. And uh, just an all-around good homie. So welcome on the back on the podcast, V. Thank you, man. It's always uh, good to be here. It's always good to see you, and uh, <laughs> happy to be back. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. Because uh, we were just talking about it. We had a podcast episode um, together, and you were talking about like your full-blown build-out, and then you taking that road trip across the U.S. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. That was a while ago. Yeah, it was, and honestly, that was kind of uh, the beginning of this business growing to where it is now. Yep. Um, that kind of set the tone for what we do. Um, a lot has changed uh, in that time. I remember uh, when we were sitting here together the first time, you were still asking me, uh, what does squirrel concepts mean? <laughs> you know, um, and I didn't really have a clear answer for you at yeah. that time. So uh, a lot has changed. Yeah, I love that though. Cause so many people ask like the same questions when it comes to uh, when you start a brand. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are so expecting to you have like a business plan writ- written up and then you have your whole like business mantra, mm-hmm. but sometimes just starting it and then letting the ebb and flow into something like legit yeah. is the best thing to do. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Um, yeah, when uh, I started Squirrel, it was like uh, I had really no, no path. Uh, uh, other than doing the things that I wanted to do, yep. you know, so I had to leave a lot of room in the name or whatever to kind of let that evolve in on its own. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's totally evolved, dude. It has. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's changed a lot. You know, um, I mean, it started as, uh, just build outs, but yep. if anybody follows the page, uh, you can see that it's, uh, changed into a lot more. We're doing a lot of, uh, mechanical work yep. and, uh, stuff on, old Toyota trucks. Yeah. You, you made a really sick, uh, tea the other, I would say like last month or two months ago. Mm-hmm. And it had like four bullet points on it, I think. Yeah. What was it? Um, camper outfits, mechanics, Toyota trucks. Um, I think it was that woodworking or maybe or? woodworking probably in there. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That yeah. shit's so sick. Yeah. It's a, it's just a mashup of, uh, all the things that I really enjoy doing. Yeah. Yeah. And you mean, it's only like I was saying earlier, like sky's the limit. When you first started, if someone doesn't know, a build out in a truck would mean like yeah, cabinetry. I mean, so like uh, the history of it was I started doing build outs in my parents' garage um, when I got stuck uh, at home for COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, and at that point, it was really just kind of like I had skills to do woodworking stuff and I wanted to keep building. Yep. And it was really whatever the client wanted, I was able to kind of make for them. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot has changed in my build process and the materials and in kind of what I want to do as well, you know, so we're starting to offer, we're, we're kind of fine tuning what we offer a little bit more, you know, um, we have like these, uh, removable drawer systems now that are really popular. People can pull yeah. them in and out of their trucks and 
We also do uh, a bit more custom built-in setups too for people that want to put fridge slides and all that stuff in there. Yep. Um, but as it starts to evolve and as we keep going, you know, um, me and the business, we're pretty simple people, you know, so that kind of um, translates over into the work. You yeah. Know? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, we're trying to, not go overboard in our build process yeah you know, keep things simple and functional and yep. reliable kind of just like uh the toyota trucks that we love so much you know it all it all flows together and that's yeah I, I like that because i i i never really thought i knew it was like a trending thing was the you know the toyota trucks the red the older ones you guys work on yeah but uh now that I've kind of been in the loop on social media with you guys and you guys are super transparent on the build process mm -hmm. they seem very simplified and re like reliable. Yeah. And if something pops off, you guys can still be driving from wherever it is when you picked it up up north. Yeah. And be running on like two cylinders and yeah. still make it home. Yeah. That's so wild to me. That that's really the thing I love the most about these trucks. And it, it wasn't I didn't get into them because they were hot at the moment. You uh -huh. know, I was like, well, I mean, yeah, I, I've always liked the way they looked. They have a cool aesthetic. Yeah. For sure. But as I learn more and more about them, you know, and you think about what we like to do with our trucks is travel and go the long distance yeah. and go places where other people don't really go. Um, it's the perfect rig for it. For sure. You know, for simple sure. to work on, parts are cheap, anybody can uh, fix them. Uh, parts are easy to get, usually? Uh, the older you get in the, you know, the years, uh, it's been a little bit more difficult. But, yeah. uh that's another great thing that's happened recently is we've gotten a lot more connections yep. and, uh, you know, people in the game that we can rely on to get these parts. It's shout a, out Yoda gang. Yeah. Shout out Yoda gang. <laughs> big time. Is there Yoda trader? So that's the, that's the trippy part also. Cause I never, there's like a whole underground community of mm -hmm. people, not only like with businesses, like mm -hmm. making livings off of this stuff, but, uh, like meetups, like a full culture, yeah. but it's all like a certain specific year mm -hmm. of Toyota trucks. Yeah. Well, um, I, I think uh, Southern California is kind of the Mecca for car culture. You know, yeah. I think any platform you choose, you're going to be able to find a meetup or a group sure. of people super passionate about it, you know? And, um, <laughs> I, when I was younger, I was into old BMWs and I had a 87 three series and yeah, there was a whole big culture behind that too. Yeah. But what's really impressed me about the Toyota community, it's just, uh, it's exponential to all the other ones, you know, yeah. um, some of the meets like that Yoda trader throws, uh, I mean, 500 trucks lined up there, Gnarly. you know, where do they host those things? Um, it's out in Anaheim garden Grove area. Okay. Uh, and it's just in a parking lot. It's just in a parking lot. Um, yeah. Follow Yoda trader. If you're yeah, ever yeah. interested in, uh, going to check out one of those meets. Yeah. He was a supporter, but it's cool. Cause you'd have to pull a permit for that or no, you can just roll up and like kind of Walmart parking lot style. Yeah. I think you just got to roll up. How crazy is that? <laughs> they, like someone on Instagram, Yoda Trader, right? Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to make an Instagram page. Yeah. Post like used, ex like very specific stuff for Toyotas. Yeah. And he has like these meetups. It's called, they're called, uh, aren't they called like Hot Yoda Nights or something like that? OC Yoda Nights. Okay. Not hot. I don't know where I got <laughs> hot nights from. <laughs> I don't know where your mind's at. <laughs> hot nights. Let's go with V from Squirrel Concepts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool though. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We've probably been in... You've probably been with Squirrel Concepts for, I would say, two years? Not even, dude. Not even. I mean, uh, the business itself, uh, a little over a year. Uh -huh. uh, me doing build-outs was a year before that. Okay. Um, so, 
that's yeah that's the timeline so how like specifically like a little over a year in that in that unit over there in long beach yeah, yeah. a little over a year and uh how many do you how many successful like truck builds and sales have you guys done with the as a as squirrel concepts because you guys are, that's a that's a fresh that's a, look to the game that that's a tough one you know and that's something that uh we're working on too kind of trying to figure out how we want to play that whole game you know yep. um each truck that we bring in it takes time you know it's uh um, we're not flipping trucks you know it's uh we're buying them and we're bringing them down and making yeah. sure they're mechanically sorted you know so the next guy can have the same experience that we did with our trucks you know i was lucky and i bought a good one yeah um wilson wilson yeah we did some work on it but you know never once have i gotten in to turn the key and he doesn't start you wow know? Um, no starter failure or anything nothing damn nothing um where'd you find that where'd you find wilson wilson was up in san francisco and it was um, dialed yeah it looked it looked really great and you know it's funny uh, at the time, my Toyota knowledge was zero, uh-huh. you know, and I liked this body style. And I think it was a fate that kind of led me to the gold mine of Toyota trucks. Uh-huh. You know, for that generation, it's a 94 extra cab, four-wheel drive, manual transmission. White. With, white with the 22RE engine. And, you know, there's a big uh, debate because there's two engines offered on that uh, truck. It's uh-huh. a 3.0 V6 and then the four-cylinder 22RE. Okay. Now, the 22RE is uh, not only known as Toyota's best engine ever made, but it's probably known as one of the best engines wow. ever made, period. Okay. For their reliability and, you know, not for power, but for, you know, being that engine that's going to get you there. Okay. Uh, and back. Um, so I got lucky and I scored like uh, the top so, truck. So that's it. That has a 22RE engine in it. Yeah, it does. And did you have to like overhaul it as well? I, I did just because... Uh, that's what we like to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I wasn't sure when the timing chain had been done or all that stuff. So we pretty much tore it all apart to do that road trip, you know? Oh it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's when you, you that's when you kind of went through that engine with like a fine tooth comb. Yeah. Picked everything out, yeah. nuts, bolts, powder coat, whatever you guys could do. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So that was a 22 RE engine. What's the other one you, you mentioned? 3.0 V6. Is that the turbo? No, it's not. Okay. Um, it's, it's the predecessor to the famous engine that's in the Tacoma, the first generation Tacomas. Okay. Uh, which is the 3.4 liter V6. And uh-huh. that's another one of Toyota's greats. Uh, that's the, crazy. The 3.0 huh? that came before it, not saying it's a bad engine, but it's just known for head gasket failures. Um, only if they're not taken care of. You know, I've okay. seen Toyota V6 3.0s go for 300, 400,000 miles, but you know. Recently. Yeah. Yeah, uh, one of the guys. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna step back a little bit for Squirrel Concepts and give those guys some love. But you also have Mark and Adam, yeah. And those are would wouldn't be considered almost partners, but lead mechanics too, right? Yeah, that's um, that's a funny situation, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know we're like I think you and I are really bad with that. Yeah, like yeah, we're just like if you want to help, help. You yeah, know? it it it's it's a lot more than that. Um, yeah, that's for sure. It's um. None of this would be where it is without Mark and Adam. For sure. Um, and I've also kind of taken what I've learned in the past with uh, past businesses and all that and kind of applied it to where we're at now. For sure. Um, so those two have come in with pretty much complete freedom to do whatever they want. Sick. You know, like w- whether it comes into like investing in trucks, if they want to buy one on their own and do the mechanic work and all that stuff and reap the benefits of it. 
I'm not their boss. You know, totally. There's, there's no bosses in there. You know, I love it's that. Like, it's really just anybody can kind of do whatever, but also work with each other yeah. in a fluid thing. That's the most important thing for me is uh, being within that space and kind of just like helping each other out and having a good vibe, you know. Um, That's what's up, dude. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're all, you know, in our late 20s or whatever. But yeah. do we do we really want to like leave and go to a shop or you know, a store retail and then be just told, Hey, mm-hmm. you didn't come in on time today. And yeah. it's like, I just invested into yeah. the business. I'm like, I'm, I'm my own boss, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's how you treat those guys. And you guys are all so mechanically inclined, mm-hmm. but also responsible. Mm-hmm. You fools, you <laughs> I know, know I mean, <laughs> responsible to a certain extent. <laughs> Mark's over there like, Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, you're you're looking at the most irresponsible one. <laughs> My ass, all, dude. dude. <laughs> come on, come on. Give yourself some credit. No, that's that's amazing. So we have Adam um, and then Mark, V. And Eric. Can't forget Eric. He's well, the, well, I was going to say, Eric's like, Eric's, Eric is the guy that, you know, I think you and I and a lot of other people in our industry aspire to be, mm-hmm. where he's just an OG. Yeah. And at his point, he's done so much in his life where... Mm-hmm he sees people and he's like, I want to back you. Yeah. I, I trust you. Yeah. I'm going to put you on, you know? Yeah. Cause he had the shop, he had a vision and then he met you back in the day when you were hustling in Philippines and he was like, all right, yeah, I trust you. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You know, um, that means a lot to me. You know, I think more than money, more than anything else is a uh, relationships formed and trust and, you know, helping each other out yep you know it's community yeah and at the end of the day i mean you guys it's like you guys all work something out mm-hmm. you know there's yeah. not no one's left hanging at the end of the day yeah for sure we have a bunch of group projects that we've all you know if you want to talk about money we've all invested in together you uh-huh. know and uh oh yeah i mean we should give some business nuggets too mm-hmm. so let's start with squirrel did you guys is there anything formal written up between you guys or is it just like you guys figure it out on your own we're still figuring it all out right now. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, sure, I've formed a business, you know, but I barely even want to call it that. You know? And <laughs> I, I really want to do things differently. It's funny because, like, one of the reasons I, I left the States in the first place is I hate all this formal stuff. It sucks. You know, I, I really, I don't like these rules that have been put in place or you have to do this a certain way, you have to do this a certain way, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, with squirrel concepts, everything's going to be different. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't care what the tried and true or you know whatever that is you know we're we're gonna do what we want to do um that's like uh in my opinion i like i love the creative process Mm -hmm. i love seeing something and building something and then selling something i think Mm -hmm. it's the coolest thing to do yeah but man like there's so much caution tape yeah that's a big reason why people don't even start in business in the first place because they get scared of that. Yeah. So the first thing you got to do is just jump in yeah. and then do your own shit. Yeah, it's an empty canvas when you start, you know, and uh, sure. you shape it however you want it to be. Yeah. Uh, so far, I'm, I'm really happy with how everything's kind of shaping out. Hell you know, yeah, dude. Going the right direction. So what? Is, um, so you had Wilson that has a 2.2 RE engine. 22, yeah. Okay, sorry, 22. Same thing. Damn, dude. <laughs> demol- don't, don't say that around a Yoda guy because it'll be like, <laughs> I'm not a Yoda guy. You know this. That's the why you, the, guy I know here. the fact that you even let me in your shop is crazy. <laughs> um, okay. 22 RE engine. Um, that was Wilson. You kind of went through that with the fine tooth comb. Um, I would say the second, if I'm not mistaken, the second rig that entered the door besides Eric's obviously, but mm. the second one was Mark brought his red, 
yeah red, you know uh, there, tacoma or toyota there's there's been a lot of uh projects that have come in and out you know and but we're also now doing a lot of mechanical work for people yeah I, I think people kind of uh see and appreciate the attention to detail that we put into all these builds for sure um, so we're trying to balance making time for the customers while also making time for our current projects yeah um so i think trucks that we've had for sale a little bit on the slow side you know uh, we've been a bit overwhelmed with uh getting clients rigs in and stuff uh, yeah. which we also love to do for sure um so there's there's still things that we need to work out you know yeah um, yeah plan wise on that end um when, when you when people drop off their their trucks whether i've seen like land cruiser that i've seen forerunners mm-hmm. um do they all kind of follow like a same a similar playbook or are like a land cruiser versus a forerunner in a tacoma or a uh, pickup mm-hmm. are they all extremely different when you work on them i think we learned uh pretty recently how different a land cruiser is from a you know a toyota pickup yeah um, engine wise it's funny because you look at it and it's like oh this is the same technology you know or the same kind of bolts and stuff that we're used to but then we dug into this uh land cruiser recently and it's like geez like you have to pull the whole front clip off just to get to the water pump oh wow you know so um it is a lot different and okay i remember i mean mark was working on it just uh pulling hair and i just remember looking at him and it's like and I love that 22 RE. It's just like, <laughs> just going it's back so to it. easy to dig into and work on, yeah. you know, and it brings a lot of joy. Um, not to say that we don't enjoy working on the Land Cruisers as well. But. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's amazing. So because you can work on it from above and almost get to everything. Yeah. Is it, is it because it's a smaller engine for the engine bay or is it just the way they built it? It's a combination of both. Yeah. It, it seems like they just uh, got it right that, that round. Yeah. You know, um, there's some bolts on the the Land Cruiser where it's just like, why did you put this here? You, know, <laughs> you like, literally can't get to well, it. You're like trying to pull the bolt out of the, the hole or whatever, and it's like hitting the frame, and it's like, you know, this was not designed uh, <laughs> properly, you know. <laughs> but they're like everyone's favorite. Like They're beautiful trucks. They're iconic, dude. Yeah, for sure. It just uh, it takes a little more time to work on them. Yeah. yeah. I think that's amazing. I, I mean, if if any if if you had a car collection and you were a car guy, I feel mm-hmm. like a Land Cruiser is almost like a staple or like mm-hmm. a Defender or something like that. I yeah. love like just that you know square body type, yeah. Which we're seeing come back into trend finally. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Bronco is very square. Mm-hmm. Everyone was scared it was going to be like a bubbled out yeah. vehicle, yeah. but they did a, a good job. And then the Sequoia is coming out again. Did you see that? No. They're going to come out with the new Sequoia. Okay. Um. But similar to the new Tundra, you saw the new Tundra? I think so. What? <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> new cars, they're not on my radar. You're so bad, dude. <laughs> really could care less. Dude, but. that's okay. Speaking of new cars, yeah, you're so bad. Uh-huh. Speaking of new cars, um, at the Overland Swap, yeah. one of the bigger Toyota dealerships, Longo, came by. Okay, cool. To scope everything out. And uh, I was thinking it'd be sick if they for the next one set up like a little corner mm-hmm. and like display their latest like here's a new tundra mm-hmm. you know here's a new tacoma yeah just so people walk see some retro see some build and be yeah. like this is what's out or coming next year yeah so he was yeah. he was stoked on it he was there's, super pumped yeah there's a lot of people that um are lined up for the next overland swap already or really getting more involved um motul uh huge sponsor know, huge huh? sponsor now and they're going to be setting up a full line of oils out front um, I got uh, a message from Cabana Vans. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Uh-uh. Uh, they're um, 
they're a van company and they rent out sprinters. Okay. Pretty much, you know, they wanted to come set up a, a booth or something so people can take a van out for a trip, uh, you know, for a week long trip or something like that. Where are they based out of? Do you know? Um, my friend Kia is uh, working with them now. I'm not sure exactly where they're based, but they have vans all over California. Okay. couple different states as well did you see that van speed build of the sprinter in in the rig meet area yeah i think it was badass sick that's a fucking tank yeah and here's another thing i learned about squirrel concepts Uh, Uh, i'm (laughs) I'm doing a sprinter van build right now and it's gonna be the very doing or you've done and done (laughs) i'm just messing with you yeah it's just um okay uh, but you're not working mechanically with it it's just a lot of shit to put into it right yeah 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 and I, you know, I love them and, um, I love everybody that is into sprinters and stuff, but it's just not what I'm fully passionate about. I would say for sure, you know, and I'm, I'm not afraid to cut something out that I'm not happy doing. Yeah. Not that I'm not happy doing. It's just like, I wouldn't be happy doing all the time. Yeah. You know? So I think it, it might not be the last, uh, squirrel concepts, uh, van build, but it's going to be the last one for a while. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great point that you mentioned about when you start a business Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's hard to say no Mm -hmm. so when this was dropped on your plate you're like well you know squirrel hasn't necessarily built a name for themselves yeah so this is an opportunity i'll take it yeah but now that you feel that you know where your path is going what you guys are going to specialize in you have consistent clients dropping off and wanting to do builds Mm -hmm. and just tune-ups it's like it's a little easier to say no and it's a little easier to wrap your mind around what you guys do now yeah. i think that's just something you have to learn when you're starting a new business you know it's a natural to take every job that comes your way mm-hmm. um, when you're starting but there's a turning point there and uh, you have to be aware of it you know yeah um what you take on and what you don't sometimes you bite off more than you can chew that's a big um, one mm-hmm. um but yeah it's a it's a learning curve yeah you ever have you ever been have you dealt with burnout yet oh yeah yeah all the time all the time <laughs> okay because <laughs> um, i feel like i see you and you're like fucking machine i'm like this is what has to burn out dude <laughs> yeah you know that that's another um when i was starting when i was starting the business um <clears throat> i wasn't concerned about making money mm-hmm. i was uh concerned with doing what made me happy you know um and when you set a tone like that for the business then you're not really working a day in your life you know like yeah. I'm, I'm still super stoked to go to the shop every morning i don't really want to leave at night still you know that's amazing like, um, but I, I i do burn out and uh, i mean everybody does you have yeah. to have a balance there and that's another thing i'm trying to learn you know when you're so passionate about what you do it's very easy to just let yourself go and forget the rest yep. and just you know stay working um, but I can see how it's, uh, affected other aspects of my life that I need to work on as well. That's a great point, dude. Yeah. That's uh, a fantastic point. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not even like, it's not a fault to any business owner. Mm-hmm. Cause when you start a business, you have expenses, you have passion, you have drive. You just want to see this, your fucking brainchild expand and do its thing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you just put as much time as you can into it. Yeah. But then you got to remember like your like business isn't life. Mm-hmm. You know, people might claim that it is, but mm-hmm. you also have 
relationships, family, friends, yep. personal health, personal well-being, mental health, and all that stuff has to be taken into account. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm, you know, there, there's a balance there as well because when you are starting a new business, you got to send it. You know? Yeah, you got to full send. Yeah, you got to send it, and you got to set the tone and and all that. You know, um, what just what what is the right balance? Yeah, I guess everyone's balance is different too. Mm-hmm. I think that's been like a a consistent theme when starting. Um, was like someone always feels like they know the right thing for you to, when you're starting. Yeah. But you you know it yourself. Yeah. yeah. I've been there before too. You know, this is not the first business I've started. You yeah. Know? And um, I've been through that grind before. Yeah. You know, it's also something that um, I'm kind of proud of to have inside me. It's like uh, not being afraid to grind it out. For sure. Or even liking that grind. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a couple things in my life that I've done that have kind of encouraged that, mm-hmm. you know, um, I used to work construction when I was, uh, finishing high school, you know, there was, yeah, uh, you summers, did too. summers doing concrete work, you know, and just like <laughs> meeting people that, you know, they, they, that's what they do. You yeah. Know? And, um, and it's like, if you want to take a breather, you're going to get laughed at you for know? sure. Um, you also, have a, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like living in uh, New York city, you know, the grind, it's like down to the minute, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta keep moving. Um, so it's just kind of like ingrained into me. You yeah. Know? A lot of people are like, damn, how do you, how do you work so hard? And it's like, well, I like working hard. You know, I like being able to say that I put 12 hours into this, uh, thing right now. I didn't stop, you know? Yeah. And, um, I didn't, so I didn't even know that cause we didn't go back that far. And do you have, um, like entrepreneurs in the family? Yeah. Um, my, both my parents are entrepreneurs. Well, then there say. you go. Yeah. That's a, such a key role too. When you grow up seeing, yeah. especially like your parents grind it out yeah. and start businesses. Yeah. It just puts something in you. Yeah. I also, I'm not afraid to say that when I was a kid, I got everything I wanted. Yeah. You know, I was, I was an only child. Uh-huh. I had expensive hobbies, you know, um, I, and my parents helped me every single step of the way. But, um, also as I grew older, it made me appreciate or respect people more that came from a different upbringing mm-hmm. than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's funny how that worked out because, um, I then became attracted to, the grind and even though I didn't necessarily need to, mm-hmm. you know, um, living in gritty areas, meeting people that lived real lives, mm-hmm. work, you know, 10 hours a day with their hands. Yep. Um, I became really attracted to that. So that you respected it off the jump. Yeah. You were never too good for it. You know, Yeah. the construction one is such a good, um, way to teach like a young, especially like a young person accountability. Mm-hmm. I used to work summers in construction too. Of course you did. Of course. <laughs> I had to. It wasn't I had to. I just, I wanted to. Yeah. And dude, I remember like, it. I wasn't, I didn't have a trade. Mm-hmm. So like you went into concrete, which mm-hmm. is gnarly. Cause that's like one of the, in my personal opinion, like dirtiest, just like grind it out kind of one. Yeah. Like masonry and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, you just get a task. You have to wake up and you have to get your ass there no later than like six beyond the job. So you're yeah. waking up at 4.30, 4.45. And this yeah. is summertime where everyone's going to the beach, you know? Yeah. And you're not getting home till four mm-hmm. and you're freaking burnt out. Yeah. And it's like, you got to wake up and go the next day. Mm-hmm. Like fact. And yeah. it all and you look at all the people around you and it's just like their normal grind. Mm-hmm. It's like such a respect. Like you just built this mental thing where it's like, you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And there's also this whole like honor code and 
system that's kind of built into that blue collar kind of work too, uh -huh. where it's like you work and you get paid, yeah. you know, and it's like hard work equals pay. You yeah. Know? And it's like, uh, it, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's respect amongst, uh, workers in that field. You know? <laughs> that's funny. That's a, that's a trip that we never knew that about each other. Yeah. Um, so coming, kind of going back to the sponsors that we have kind of listed, mm -hmm. the Overland Swap is funny because it has that gritty appeal mm -hmm. that I feel like people are like, well, how did you guys end up doing it? Yeah. You know? And yeah. I, I think it's that it's like, it's kind of fun to just bring people around from different places, yeah. big companies, small brands, just normal people. Yeah. And it's super gritty. It's yeah. literally just parking lot style. And I yeah. freaking love it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's something yeah, It's always going to be a part of my life, you know, yeah. and, uh, something, um, I keep seeking out for some reason. It's, a uh, it's funny, me and my girlfriend were thinking about moving into another place and I'm trying to move her into the, the gritty part of town. Uh, she, <laughs> she she's, down? Got, she's, she's on board, you know, as long as she can take her runs and stuff like that. But it's like, there's, yeah, there's real people around there, you know, um, yeah. and that's what I love. And Overland Swap, yeah, it's such a great event. It brings people from all, you know, all sorts of areas and, um, and it brings all, all different uh, people with different views and mindsets too on yeah. this whole like overlanding thing. Yeah. You know, I could, I could go into it on my opinions on overlanding. <laughs> I mean, if you that. want, because I, I do like that the people showing up there mm -hmm. go because they see on Instagram, like you need all the lights, you need mm -hmm. this, whatever. You need the thing on your dashboard that holds your iPad and all this shit and you don't, yeah. right? So when you go to Overland Swap, you see someone like, uh, maybe let's say Wilson, that's mm -hmm. like dialed for adventure, mm -hmm. everything it needs, nothing it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then you have someone that's very mm -hmm. over mm -hmm. where it's like van speed, it's like maximum comfort mm -hmm. and everything yep. you could want, it probably has. Yep. And so then they can make their opinion by talking to everyone there yeah. and saying like, okay. Which route do you want to go? Exactly. Yeah. That's why I really like throwing that event, dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've, I've never uh, been big on the accessories game yep. too much, you know, yeah. not to knock anybody that, that likes that stuff, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but, um, and it ties kind of into the squirrel concepts mentality and the Toyota trucks. And it's like simplicity is, uh, Key. what we enjoy the most. And then the basics of overlanding is what it's that you have a reliable truck that's going to take you long distances, you know? Yeah. Um, Whenever you start with a, a build or a project for overlanding, don't, you know, skip on the maintenance and the mechanics because that's what's going to get you home at the day, not a, a box that carries your cargo on the roof, you know? Um, so, <laughs> that was good. Um, I, yeah. I didn't know where you were going to go with that statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. You Try know, not to piss anyone off. No, no, no. Because, I mean, dude, if you look at my truck, like, I don't need, like, that, those big of rigids. Yeah. Um, and I need certain stuff that I don't even have. And I probably should be following up on my maintenance. Mm -hmm. But now I'm, I just reached, got reached out to by a, like a box brand. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I was laughing because I'm like, oh, I'm going to put some sick boxes on my rack. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not necessary. I should probably take my truck, get a full tune up. Yeah. And then be more realistic with that, you know? Yeah. Step by step. You know? Yeah. But um, I guess I do kind of uh, want to preach to people that... Mm -hmm start with the simple stuff first make sure that your fluids are correct and everything's up to date and you know you're not 
150,000 miles on rear diff fluid, you know, that hasn't been changed at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jaime's eyes got big there. But <laughs> there's, uh, there's so many memes on that though. Yeah. Like of the actual shops that work on trucks. And yeah. it's like, uh, it's, it's like a spark plug or something. And it looks like some like guy that's just trashed, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's like your spark plug looking at you, look at checking out for four brand new rims again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. like, change your spark plugs change yeah. your diff fluid yeah. you know like just do the maintenance don't go and buy like a new set of rims for no reason yeah for sure and i don't know like with wilson it kind of proved a point too it uh we did all that stuff and we were able to be a month on the road yeah eight thousand miles and back with uh really no hang-ups dude i mean i yeah i didn't take a single set of traction boards i didn't take a jack i didn't take you know i had tools and all that stuff but um yeah, no crazy lights, just yeah. uh, a cargo rack on the roof to put our bags so that we could sleep in the back. Yep. You know, and it's all you need. The I think the max tracks for you probably unnecessary. You you kind of had it mapped out to where you wanted to go though, right? Yeah, uh, kind of like a rough route. You yeah. Know? But um, also, like, I wasn't afraid to send them on trails or go through sand dunes or something like that. You know, it's, yeah. Um, and I think we talked about this a little bit last, last time, time too. Yeah. But, you know, if he really got stuck like i'm gonna do what everybody else for the past hundred years has done and dig them out <laughs> what under it and get out. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah yeah that's um i did take off the tent on my truck okay i saw that and it dude it's like it's funny because i like had the tent because i low-key wanted to just like try it out yeah but after doing the two which is rooftop tent and sleeping in the shell mm -hmm. sleeping in the shell yeah it's just easier yeah and sure. it's comfortable dude yeah and you're a bit more protected. You know, yeah. you can take off whenever you have to. Exactly. Clean up is really easy. Yep. Um, simplicity, again, wins. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I've been going back and forth. Maybe I have to buy myself a squirrel concept field. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd We're planning one. We're <laughs> going to do one. So. <laughs> Let's do one. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, I mean, it's just nuggets. And I'm stoked that you've taken the path that you have so far, but stuck with it, you know? Because it's easy. Like, yeah. you probably get... If you wanted to, you can carry front runner, max tracks, whatever, because GTFO is a distributor. They can distribute to whatever you need, but mm -hmm. you're like, we're just going to work on this yeah. and be really, really good on it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't consider us an overland shop, you know? You could sell stuff if you wanted in that little retail spot. Yeah, I could. And uh, I think we will sell a couple things, but um, yeah. I, I think our focus now is just um, what we're good at and it's the mechanical stuff and, yeah. you know, the woodworking stuff and hands-on kind of stuff, you know. Do you have people dropping by just like to yeah. say what up? Yeah, all the time, all the time. And really? Yeah, it's great. I mean, that's another business thing that I'm trying to do differently than other automotive shops, you mm -hmm. know, like... I remember when I was younger taking my BMW to get worked on because I didn't have the knowledge to do it. And it was such an overwhelming kind of experience because, and scary. Yeah, it's scary. You know, taking it to a mechanic and like there's desire there to learn, but also it's like, oh, I don't want to hang around this guy's shop. You know, you don't like, want to be a burden. Yeah, you don't want to be a burden. Um, but we're trying to change all of that. You know, we've had a lot of, and what I really love is the younger crowd that have been coming by the shop. Yep. And, they need work on their truck, but we're like, hey, do you want to stick around and learn how to do this? You know, because, way sick. Yeah, that's uh, you know, sharing the knowledge and and all that is kind of uh, big on what we're trying to do. You know, so nah. it's an open door policy. We've had people roll up just to work on their rigs um, outside. You know, really? Um, yeah, and 
ask us the occasional question while they you know redo their vacuum lines or something like that you know okay so yeah we we embrace that that's a testament to your personality though too mm-hmm. because it's not like it well your personality is built into what scroll concepts the mantra would be and yeah. how they run their business yeah um but you as a person mm-hmm. are very open door policy yeah so that would make sense to, to, to a certain extent you know there's a well, we talked about that yeah it's like we're cool. You and I are very mm-hmm. open. Yeah. If someone needs anything, mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm an open book. Yeah. Until it's like disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, you're cut off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm not down. I'm not, I'm not, it's easy for me to cut someone off now. Yeah. Cause I'm like, if you don't respect how open we are, mm-hmm. why would we respect you coming around? Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've had a couple instances, uh, and I won't name names. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, like some people that just, uh, <laughs> Oh, you guys are a piece of work, I'll tell you that. <laughs> You're like, hi, May Lazoya. <laughs> now you see me, I come in and I bounce quick, yeah. too. I'm like, I drop some beer off, I'm out. <laughs> no, no. If you're a good person and, you know, you... Um are into the things that we're into yeah, and you're there for the right guys. reasons like you're more than welcome you know? but <laughs> one example is like my, my old business um in the philippines we never had um any review system on like google or oh. what's a yelp or TripAdvisor. uh-huh solely for the fact that if somebody walked into the bar that we didn't want there i wanted to be able to tell them to get out yeah you know like i mean uh, <laughs> that's the i hope and i've noticed that you just launched your website so mm-hmm. congrats thank you and you're now a web designer. <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. Uh, but the, you guys are just like low key. You don't, you're not listed on Google. Mm-hmm. No Yelp. None, yeah. Nothing like that. It's just like, yeah. if you know, you know. Yeah. And um, somebody actually messaged uh, the Instagram page uh, asking us to talk about that. It was kind of like the future plans for Squirrel. Um, and my plans are to really kind of keep it as it is. You know, we're at a really happy level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've gotten a lot of inquiries that we can't take in right now just because of space and manpower and stuff like that. But I think that's how it's going to stay. Yeah. You know? um, we bring in a project and we're going to take the time to do it right. We're not rushing stuff out just to get the next project in, you know, um, kind of looked at our finances and we're good at um what you guys are doing yeah we're gonna be able to put food on our table and be comfortable and and all that you know um in terms of evolving squirrel in the future um there's a couple things you know like uh we're working on uh doing prints and clothing with you guys and all that stuff i think that part will really evolve a lot but in terms of manpower and uh you know space i think we're probably keeping it small yeah i love that i mean that's like that is the that's the reason you guys got into it yeah and i think you and you and i were talking about it um last time i was at the shop Mm -hmm. and it's you guys knew what you wanted to do Mm -hmm. you guys are doing it Mm -hmm. and uh you guys have all walked a lot of different paths in your life yeah and you guys know what you don't want yeah and that's a big part of it too it's like when you start a business it's like looking at your overall life and saying like what what should this business be adding to my life not taking away necessarily and um and simplicity picks like plays a big role in that i Mm -hmm. think for you and i it's like as long as you know i come home there's a home Mm -hmm. there's food Mm -hmm. you know if we want to go to mammoth like you go to mammoth this weekend Mm -hmm. i'm gonna probably go on a trip with george and uh, daniel it's like as long as we can afford those certain things like we're good. Yeah. For you know, sure, for sure. We're happy with it. Um, so that's like future plans with squirrels, just doing what you guys are doing. Just keep on going. Yeah. I think you guys can keep building the brand. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Those shirts, dude. Yeah. 
I was shook. <laughs> I was shook when you dropped the first <laughs> round of teas and those things sold out in yeah, like in a day. <laughs> like 30 minutes. Yeah. I was like, this fool is like the new Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. You know, that's um, it's always something um, I've wanted to do as well is uh, have a brand, mm-hmm. you know, start a brand and do clothing and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah we're going to do it our way, you know, uh, wherever that evolves uh, later on, we'll see. But yeah. It, got a couple ideas in mind you know we got a couple new designs uh that we're going to be working on and rolling out i've been chatting with uh, some other small business owners in long beach oh uh, yeah you told me about it yeah they source and sell vintage clothes you know yep. uh, we'd love to get some old stuff in there and print some some stuff on those tees and we have i told you that we have the those presses in the back too yeah. so we can do one-offs yeah which we do a lot of yeah you know sure. Um, so that's a no brainer for you guys if you need it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. And you have the retail spot in the front too, dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, future value for squirrel concepts is accounted for. I mm-hmm. think it's, if, and if you're listening and you're starting a business, it's, it's up to nobody. Like, I think people have this infatuation when they watch, um, like the profit or mm-hmm. shark tank and mm-hmm. shit like that. And it's like, that's not everyone. Yeah. You don't need to be bought for a couple mil, yeah. you know, or just, you just make your money and you enjoy doing your business. Yeah. If you're looking to build a business, uh, to sell and to sell for a couple million dollars, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> um, Damn. <laughs> but, oh, well, I don't know, maybe other episodes, but maybe this one. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, my biggest advice to somebody wanting to start a business is figure out what makes you happy first. Yeah, for sure. You know, what you like doing day to day, and then you can figure out how to make money from it. But yeah. fine tune that, make sure you do it well, make sure you love doing it because it's going to become your life. Yep. You know? So like my girlfriend, she's uh, starting um, a new small business of her own right now. Is she? Uh, yeah, uh, called Naughty Pinati. And uh, Oh, I saw that. Yeah, so she's uh, starting to handmake noodles okay you know? um dm my girlfriend if you want some nudes give her <laughs> is that her tagline that's so that's so good dude uh, but yeah you know her her family uh <laughs> heavy italians and okay. uh, that's in her blood okay. and she loves to do it you know so i see that taken off really far because she just has the main ingredients that you need it's passion okay and it's uh you know it's in her blood she loves to do it how could you not be successful at that point so they're made noodles. Yeah, she's uh, you know, in her small little kitchen in the apartment. She's uh, hand making from scratch uh, noodles. Um, you know, pasta. Um, there's going to be different variations of it as it goes, but Damn, that's amazing. Yeah, you know, um, using high quality ingredients. You know, um, that's the formula. Yeah, it is the formula, and but and that's not her full time. It's her like her no, side. She's hustle. a teacher. Yeah. yeah, so she's a teacher. Yeah, and then she comes home at three o'clock and starts making pasta. How cool is that? Yeah, it's uh, beneficial to me because You're I come stoked. home. You're stoked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you literally have fresh pasta, dude. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm, yeah let me know. I'll DM her for some nudes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just you just fist clenches up. Careful, Jaime. Careful, dude. I know where you live. So. <laughs> oh, that's good, man. Um, so what do we, I, I kept telling people when we were at the Overland swap, I was like, we're probably going to do four a year, yeah. you know, cause yeah. that's one a quarter that gives everyone. My biggest thing is that I want to saturate it. Mm-hmm. And that's like anything in business. If mm-hmm. you're listening, never oversaturate your shit. Mm-hmm. Cause then you lose the romance of it. Yeah. So four a year, 
And I think at that point we can grow the vendors. Mm-hmm. If someone has stuff to sell, they, it's like word of mouth marketing. Mm-hmm. And it's only getting bigger. We already have so many followers, dude, mm-hmm. from from starting from zero yeah. to now. So yeah, that's just a, yeah. Um, keep it authentic. You keep know, it authentic. That's, that's probably the main goal there. And then yeah. um, four years sounds good. You know, we'll keep it running for sure. Yeah. Um, but I'm very excited to see where it evolves to because it's already turning into kind of a staple event yeah you know and i see it being one um but yeah the longer it goes the more cool things we'll have for display out there you know sure um we'll work on fine-tuning kind of like the um city aspect of it you know i mean we're kind of like we're lucky to be in a grungy area for sure that's uh what i love the most about our location in long beach where anything goes yeah you know um in a good and bad way sometimes but (laughs) Um, yeah, you know, we need to look into shutting down streets and, you know, doing it that way. That way we can expand the vendor area and have it flow out into the streets and yeah, and whatnot. So it's good though. I feel like you and I are very fluid when it comes to stuff. Cause like when that semi truck didn't move, yeah, we just knew what to do. <laughs> yeah. And the cat shit showed up. Yeah. <laughs> we told everyone to fuck off and we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah don't don't take things too seriously don't take yourself yeah well also and just like don't take anything super um yeah to heart you know you just got to be super fluid with it yeah but i agree i think we're blessed to be in that city Mm -hmm. we did that beer release in long beach and then Mm -hmm. we did the overland swap in long beach Mm -hmm. and i'm a seal i was born in right i'm not born i was born in uh downey Mm -hmm. but i grew up in seal yeah um that's like my first time really just pushing stuff out in long beach man i fell in love with that area dude yeah it's strong community in long beach everyone comes out everyone yeah dude lonely barber giving the haircuts yeah he was giving haircuts did he did he tell you what people were saying every time no they would sit down and like they wouldn't even ask he's like how good is this event (laughs) long beach really needed something for the off-road community yeah you know because they did it's always like vintage or hot rods or something like that so it's a good blend to bring because i bet you a lot of people from other dude fresno people are coming from like fresno yeah far yeah 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 yeah, Long Beach is, uh, I mean, it's um, open to that stuff, too. Yeah. You know, I remember um, at the end of uh, the last Overland swap, uh, a cop pulled up in the alley. I was tripping, dude. Yeah, and I was like, oh, God, like, here we go. So I walked down to talk to him, and he was just like, is that your truck uh, parked out on the street over there? And I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, okay, cool. Could you guys just move it? That's my only concern. After we had just had an event with, like, <laughs> thousands of people around, you know. Vendors. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, food uh, yeah. yeah that was sick i saw that yeah. but it's sick because i looked at i was like oh i'm not gonna go talk to him and i looked at <laughs> you and eric and you guys like i'll handle it and i was like hell yeah dude yeah, I, I love uh being a part of the community on all levels you know yeah. uh, a reason that we have a good standing on in that space is whether it's the police or the homeless community or gangbangers even that you know roll by it's like they they're all treated with the same respect for sure at our shop we don't treat anybody any different you know um we've helped people out as much as we possibly can you know Mm -hmm. Um, there's a homeless guy walking down the street with a with a dog you know we try to feed feed him and so people are looking out for us too which uh, i'm very proud of and hold very high yeah i mean that just speaks to you guys is like um no, no, like you guys' backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, we all come from different backgrounds. Me, Mark, and Adam, you know. Very uh, different. Yeah. You guys are all just similar, but different in very many, like a lot of ways too. I think we all took different paths to get to where we are now, but yeah. now we're very aligned. Uh, you know, we're, we're 
finish each other's sentences almost kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that, <Yeah. laughs> speaking of that, that post, you, you, someone, you were doing like a Q and A on your Instagram uh-huh. and, uh, I didn't know how serious you were, you're with it. And yeah. you were like, yeah, Mark came around the shop, didn't say anything for like two months. And I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Mark's a quiet guy. You know? <laughs> and then you're like, Adam just creep, creeped on me <laughs> until I connected with him on Instagram. Yeah. 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 Uh, Is that how you guys actually like met each other? Yeah. He um, followed me on Instagram and uh, we were chatting on Instagram for a little bit. And uh, one day I was at my parents' house, like filling up gas in the gas station. No idea that Adam lived around the corner. Okay. Uh, from where I grew up, but I was in the gas station and this guy rolls up on me in his Tacoma and he's like, Hey, I'm Adam. I was like, Oh shit. Like, you know, we've been meaning to meet up for a while. And yeah, uh, yeah one thing led to another. And then now we, here we are kind of uh, sharing the space. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Adam, he's, uh, it, it was funny like getting to know him off the start. Cause I can tell he's, uh, and smart to do so. He's, uh, reserved off the beginning. You know, yeah. he, he kind of holds his cards close um and i respect that a lot 100 you know, because he's been through situations that have taught him to do that mm-hmm. you know me sometimes i'm a little too open uh off the bat but yeah i think you're you, you, you roll it smart and um i think yeah you don't want to show all your cards mm-hmm. but you also want you don't want to be like brick wall yeah. to your personality yeah, right well, i mean adam was the perfect balance of that and the, you yeah know, like seeing us together now in the shop yeah it's, it's funny because i i look back to like the first time adam started coming by the shop and i was like oh this guy buys and sells yodas you know like same mindset like of uh like how we like to do things quality yeah and i remember sitting there i was like adam like you know we do have some space available like you should uh, get in here with us and he was like oh you know, I've had some friends that have like offered space and like stuff like that. You know, it was kind of like this thing. And I was like, you know, what, Adam, one day, dude, you're going to be fucking wrenching here with the rest of us. You and know? you told him that? <laughs> In my head, I was thinking that, you know, but I was like, okay, I'm going to give him some space and you're, we're going to get to know each other. That's but I, amazing. I already know it's going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Same with Mark. You know, Mark was uh, very quiet and kind of shy coming around. And, yeah. Um, but as we got to know each other more. I think where it really kicked off for Mark and I is when we actually started getting our hands dirty together and wrenching on an engine together. And we're like, wow, this flow is sick. You know, like he's super, he's, 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 he's easy to like, he'll give you your space mm-hmm. and he'll, he'll oh, yeah. chime in when he knows like yeah. what he, like I need to offer something. That's mm-hmm. when he chimes in. Yeah. Well, it's he pretty has a lot amazing. To offer, that's what I'm know, saying. So. But he's still not just like, like on you, you yeah. know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, kind of the flow between the three of us that are in the shop right now. Eric's uh, up in Oregon, um, masterminding yeah. some stuff, and three of us in the in the workshop. It's just uh, it's a good it's a good good vibe. It's a good flow right now. Yeah, hundred percent. You guys want to bring on more people or no? That's it. You guys are tapped out. I, I, I think. I think at the moment uh, we're kind of happy where we're at. You know, mm-hmm. um, we don't have the space for more people. And like, like I said at the beginning, how we want to run this business, like, I don't really want to be a boss. Yeah. You know, um, I want to work with like-minded people on the same kind of platform and level. Yep. You know, I'm not really looking to bring someone in to do work for us, you know, and that's also, it's like, we're such sticklers with quality and it's like, if I'm not there watching it or, you know, at least Mark and Adam, I know I can trust to do things the right way because, um, at the end of the day, it's also the Squirrel Concepts name that's again put on their work. You yeah. Know? But um, I have full confidence in what they do because 
they wouldn't want it any other way for you know? sure so it'd be cool to have someone like uh like yoda kid <laughs> yeah and he's just there like he's like can you clean this part for us or whatever well, you know i mean I'm, I'm open to those things apprenticeships and learning and you yeah. know all that stuff and okay fine if you want to get paid for it you know it, it, <laughs> You're like, okay a, fine <laughs> that, that's not a problem for me you know i'm, I'm not uh, afraid to give people money yeah but, um yeah if somebody's interested in coming to learn a thing or two you know doors open cool yeah, I think uh, that's that's the key with business. It's just like you got to let it flow. Yeah, you're gonna meet the right people. Yeah, and you're gonna attract the right people too. Yeah, because you started it by yourself. You didn't sit Mark and Adam down and mm -hmm. say, "Yeah, we should start a business together." Yeah, those I don't know. I don't know because then you start you you start getting bummed out when you have partnerships that are very like real. Mm -hmm. You're like you're not picking up your slack or whatever. Mm -hmm. Versus you guys like we're all our own bosses. Mm -hmm. We're just doing what we need and we're sharing a space. Yeah, it's the best way to do it. Yeah, love it. Um. Okay, so when's the next? So we're thinking Overland Swap. I said April because that's a Q4. So mm -hmm. that's like three months away, four months away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, uh oh. <laughs> you say that it's like, uh oh. Yeah, cool. Overland Swap's in April. Let's not talk about it until two weeks before <laughs> we run it again. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, me, let me call the Porta Potty guy two days before the event. <laughs> Dude, <and> you're bad. <laughs> You know, like, I, I think I'm bad. Like, I didn't get those shirts printed till two days before. Yeah. And the oh, guy I'm hooked worse. it up because I dropped it off four days before. Yeah. And mind you, this guy prints for, like, electric, fucking Vistula, like, big brands. Yeah. And he's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, please. <laughs> he's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> but, uh, that's I mean, just how it is. Uh, well, let's let's try to be better about that this round. You know but I'm I mean? de like, that's the funny part is, like that's just how I roll and that's how you roll. And so it kind of works out, you know? Yeah. But also, you know, I have, um, visions for this event and it's probably on our end where we can improve things, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I love the banners and signage and all that stuff. You know, I really want to see that come full circle, Yeah. you know? Um, and yeah, just I want to see more banners. Yeah. Like it was sick that we had pedal commander and front runner throwing up banners, but imagine mm -hmm. if there was like the whole street was just like, mm-hmm all the sponsors and be amazing i also want to see more food really yeah maybe oh. like, like a food and drink aspect that grows a little bit more on that end you know because good thing about overland swap it's a family-friendly event anybody can come yep. you know um let's add something else that draws you know the other side of the family that might not be so into rigs and yep. all that stuff you know um so we'll see where it goes there you brought up a good point um we had an especially enough space for that, but you know when you go to events and there's like beer gardens, mm -hmm. something like that, where yeah. it's like this is the food hub. Yeah, we have a couple of vendors for like beverages and stuff. Yeah, that'd be rad. Yeah, I mean, and cooking and overlanding, it kind of goes hand in hand. You yeah, know? Um, people love to, to cook when they're out camping. Yep. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, guys, stay posted for that. Yeah. If you guys haven't checked out squirrelconcepts.com. If you haven't followed, follow Squirrel Concepts. There's no underscore. You just, it's one word. Yeah. Um, if you ever run into V, Mark, Adam, say what up. Give them a high five and, and thank them for the good work. <laughs> That's good. That's so cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Anybody uh, swing by anytime you're in the Long Beach area. What's that? Know. It's like 15565 one, one five, one, five, five, Magnolia Avenue. Yeah. It's Long a good Beach. spot. Yeah. Um, any closing thoughts, dude? With business um, or friendships or anything like that? None other than I'm just uh, extremely grateful for everything that's happened over this past year. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's been a rough year for a lot of people, but um, 
I'm thankful I came out the the good end of it, you know, and yeah. um, made so many amazing connections. Um, I remember telling my girlfriend the other night, like, yo, I'm happy, you know, it's just because I look around and the people around me are just epic in every way. Yeah. You know, um, and that's the most important thing to me. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at right now. I love that, dude. Yeah. yeah no bad seeds, huh? Yeah. I don't need anything much more than that. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, we'll go visit Eric soon, make a trip up to Klamath. Yeah, well, he, Eric's got big plans, guys. Um, you know, we got a adventure property brewing up in Klamath, which is 15 minutes uh, north of the border from California. Yeah, I'll um, probably go up with you guys when you, you know, when he was talking about doing like a mini video doc. Yeah, so the plan is to head up there in the springtime and mm -hmm. uh, build some stuff. You know, we have uh, just bare property. It's um, like... 10 minutes or five minutes from the Klamath River with a bunch of fly fishing potential, um, mountain bike, dirt bike trails all around. Yep. Um, and the plan is to do a little road trip up there and uh, build some A-frame houses. So um, I think we'll be able to cover that uh, in a very interesting way. So. I'm not super, um, I would say like construction wise when I did it. Mm -hmm. So you, you did concrete? Mm-hmm. So you were actually like dropping concrete? Oh yeah. I did mean, you lay rebar and shit? Yeah. You did? Yeah. How old were you? I was probably 20. Okay. So you're older, a little older. Then. A little bit older. I was like kind of in between high school and college or was it, I was probably coming home in the summers and doing work like that. That makes sense. Okay. Um, but laying yeah. rebar and shit, that's like, and laying and concrete on top is a lot, dude. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, I came on as like a fresh hand and I got all the bitch work. So it was pretty <laughs> much, I remember one job, it was demolishing this patio by hand, you yeah. know, with a sledgehammer and a jackhammer. And guess who had to carry all that concrete out? You and did. I did. I remember they had like a bobcat like parked out front. And I was like, yo, like, can't we just load that up? And they're like, nah, dude, like, uh, we're going to wheelbarrow it out. <laughs> dude, the bob, I have a good bobcat story. It was my, my good buddy and I, we did it together. Uh -huh. We're like, we need cash. Like, we got to do it. And I think we're only like 17 years old. Yeah. So we did it and we just did all the bitch work. Mm -hmm. if, if anything needed to be leveled, we leveled it, demoed, yeah. planted trees, whatever we could. Yeah. And we had to move dirt one mm -hmm. time. And it was like a full day's work of just moving dirt. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck this. There's a bobcat right there. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to use the bobcat. Mitchell's like, dude, don't fucking yeah. touch the bobcat. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to touch it. <laughs> I touch the bobcat and I get it in over the little like planter area. Uh -huh. And it's such soft sand. That's sinks. my first time I ever got stuck in soft sand. <laughs> it sinks, dude. Yeah. And we spend half of the day digging the bobcat out to yeah. get it back over. Yeah. And uh, the guy that's running the job comes out and he's like, do you guys even do anything? We're just like, we got this bobcat stuck. And he's like, why'd you guys touch the bobcat? Yeah. You know, like yeah. you guys are idiots. <laughs> you gotta follow directions. Come, I'm not good at following directions <laughs> at all. You know this. Um, man, dude, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for Super having me. Super last minute. Uh, just kind of a catch up and seeing what you got going because you got a lot, of soft, a, lot of, a lot of stuff going right now. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate you, dude. I appreciate the friendship and... And I think everyone can appreciate the hustle because the Toyota trucks are fucking looking sick. They're looking <laughs> Thank you, good. Man. Thank you. Uh, last minute plugs. You good? Uh, shit. I mean, man, everybody that uh, just crossed my mind right now, you know who you are. You know <laughs> that um, the support and all that has just been unreal. You yeah. Know, everybody that's reached out on Instagram, my parents, my girlfriend, my girlfriend's parents, Adam, Mark, you. Um, it's really kind of uh, 
formed everything to what it is now. I wouldn't be able to do it without any of them. So that's my plug. Damn, about to start crying, bro. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that is the first episode of 2022, and I'm so stoked it was you, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, guys, on the next one. Load the truck and hit the road. Our land is our home.